Hello, welcome to the season finale of Where's the Line. I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and we are joined by the season three leader, Tyler Jules. You should might as well announce it now, Jimbo. <laughs> season winner by Country Mile. That's what he's done. Oh, you're up at the moment, but there's a few big future bets getting thrown off today, so you, right, you yeah. won't be a crown for another couple of months at least, I reckon. <laughs> Uh, we're also joined by the king of the Winterbottom Stakes. Just ask him, Regan <laughs> Ditcho Davis. How are you, mate? Yeah, really good, Jim. I'm so excited to be here, and I love the wording of how you introduced Tyler. Um, leader. Yeah, <laughs> the leader so far. There's still a little bit left. I'm not saying it's dead. But, he's, uh, <laughs> he's got a 40-unit lead, but that could be gone. Like that. Well, I know, I could not. <laughs> We've seen strange things happen. I think Zachy Moods took out last year's podcast, so strange <laughs> things have happened. Put it this way, he's going to have a few sleepless nights between now and oh. February, I reckon. Oh, won't be. <laughs> <laughs> right, unfortunately, Schmicky isn't able to join us, but uh, we've got a new special guest here. He's been uh, nagging me all year to get on, and this week he messaged me about five times, what time is it, what time is it? So I thought we might as well get the young fella on. So here he is, young Matty Boyd. And no, we don't mean the footballer, we mean Matthew Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interchange specialist. <laughs> <laughs> interchange Stuart. <laughs> Cheers, Jimmy. Obviously, long time coming, but um, we're here now, so we're hopefully back some winners. <laughs> Beautiful. I will have to admit, this bloke here has been tipping some heat lately. He messages me every Saturday... Um, about tips for Ascot, and I've already got my quarty and my multi on, and for some reason, every single time I've been on a quarty leg, that pricks tip the winner. <laughs> I think, um, what was it, uh, Maricino, he tipped me on the weekend, he got the inside goss, and then um, he told me Buzz Zoom wasn't going to win that time. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so both times, it would have been nice to get that info a little bit earlier in the morning, but it comes a in A little just... bit earlier in the week, maybe yeah. Thursday night preferably. Yeah, Wednesday night when I'm riding down. That would be even better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so good to have you on here, mate. So let's, hopefully you can tip a few winners for the, for the listeners. Hopefully too. And if you start changing your tips on Saturday, let us know so we can change as well. <laughs> Alright, so this week we had to ask up for the grand finale of the Group 1s there. So we got the Kingston Town Classic, which I will be attending. So if anyone's there, give us a, give us a yell and you never know, I might even give you some inside goss. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> You're losing tips. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been very good at Ascot this year. <laughs> uh, we've also got the Pakenham and Durmanen for our first taste of Queensland racing for quite some time. So it's pretty uh, action-packed night here for the big finale. So, without further ado, let's crack in, eh? So, let's go straight to Ascot. Did you show an Ascot track report? Yeah, I do. So, the Masters at Ascot wraps up this Saturday with the third and final Group 1 of the Carnival, along with the final Group 1 of the 2021 calendar year, the Kingston Town Classic, over 1,800 metres. Uh, the weather is fine. The track is good for the rails out 8 metres for the entire circuit. Um, and pundits just be aware of James Fenton on the finish line. He'll be aggressive towards the end of the day, so uh, social distance. I'll be very aggressive chasing my first winner of the day. <laughs> Western Empire's never looked juicier than all $40. $2,000. Uh, all right, got has got race five, the AJ Shahil Stakes, which is over 1,400 metres. Uh, I really like one in this race. I don't know about you boys, but yep. I found one pretty easy to pick here. But we'll see what you guys all reckon. So, uh, did you who you like here, mate? Um, well, I'm on board Willie Pike on Stageman. Oh. I think it um comes off a great last run in the Winter Bottom Stakes. Um, just quietly, I thought. I wonder if Bob. I don't know if Bob Peters is much of a punter man. I know he's uh, got a lot upstairs, so he's probably a bit too smart to be gambling on a few of his horses. But you just have to think. 
would he have put money on a Quinara or Exacta there? Because I think one was like seventy dollars, one was about one hundred fifty. So, yeah. but anyway, um, yeah, Stageman gets Willie Pike on. So, um, off hops CJP and on goes the King of Bel- um Ascot, um, the Wizard. So Stageman, I really like and um how he finished off last start. Mm. Good good thought was really good. So yeah, I'm I'm willing to take it. Yeah. yeah, I'm willing to take it at four dollars twenty. Um, in what is a small field, so you know it should be coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bordy, who you like here, mate? Um, I'm with Cisco here. Um, I feel Stage Man is building. Um, this is his fifth start back. He um had two runs at the the thousand, and then one at the eleven hundred, twelve hundred. Now he's out to the fourteen. Um, last start, obviously the winner bottom. Um, he flew home. Um, thirteenth to second in the last four hundred meters. So. Um, beating Elite Street, um, coming over the top of that, but um, just short of the winner, Graceful Girl. Um, the Barriers, I, I don't know, it goes to the back of, back of the rear. Um, so Barrier 1's a bit of a query for me. Um, but, you know, if he can get him off the fence, the Wizard, um, he'll be in the uh, in the finish, I reckon. Pikey doesn't like getting people off the fence. No. <laughs> 1,400, bit of a query, I reckon. Yeah, 1,400 metre record's not that good. I think it's yeah. had one for nothing. It was but in this race last year. Yeah, and I backed it last year, and it did nothing, and I was yeah. ropeable. He's a massive... And I tell you right now, if Stadium does win, I'll be off it. Because yeah. I've backed that thing that many times. Yeah, I agree. I, I was tossing up between Stage Man and Massimo, but I went Massimo. $4.60. If you look at his um, performances over this distance, over 1,400 metres, he has been exceptional. Um, I, I feel like $4.60 is... Overs, Wales. I reckon he should be around the three dollar mark, even like around the two dollars eighty. That's just probably as short as he goes. I reckon the market's going to come from it as well. Stage man is a massive enigma. Um, he only well, I think you were talking to me about him not long ago. Um, yeah, he spoke to Adam Doreen about him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, uh, I can't be backing him, even though he did have a super run in the winter bottom. But I feel like the winter bottom might have been his grand final, and okay. I think Massimo is his his fourteen hundred meter record is just too good to not have a punt on. I'm with you, mate. Four dollars sixty. I couldn't believe it when I read that. Yeah. I've uh, I was literally messaged Rishi Hensel before, and I said, uh, "Massimo looks big, good bet this weekend." And then the odds come out, I couldn't believe it. Um, four dollars sixty, fourteen hundred meters, nine starts, three wins, four seconds, and a third. Um, gets a nice bit of weight back off of a couple of the rivals that run against him in the railways. There, um, he's drawn the lead. I actually think of dangers red cam man. I don't think I, I'm. I don't think Stageman runs a big race here, but that's just me personally. I think Red Cam Man, if anything, is going to pop up, it'll be that. But Massimo looks very, very good on the on paper to me. I didn't mind um, Saloa in uh, the Jungle Mist. Saloa, yeah. Saloa, yeah. yeah. Um, Not too bad of horse, yeah. Um, just behind. Yeah. I don't think he's quite on this level. No, no. But he's, he's a good up-and-comer, yeah. yeah. All right, we go to Ascot Race 60, Sir Ernest Lestier Stakes, which is run over 1,400. Uh, the market has a two-horse race. What do we reckon? Yep, two-horse race, 100%. All right, who you like, Tyler? Um, I couldn't. It was, I was sitting ages looking at the form, my form. I was like, Lewa or Flying Missile. Um, they're the two obvious picks in my book. But knowing Regan, Regan's probably tipped something outside of that as well. No, I've gone, I've, I've gone one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's a surprise. Um... I'm worried about the extra 200 metres on Flying Missile, but I just can't go past the winning form. Um, Lewa's run, but was like something else. It, it was, was taken out. Yeah. It was going to get there until the last 25 metres, and yeah. Flying Missile just kicked one Yeah, so, but I, I think that it suits Lewa perfectly, the 1400 metres, but I'm just going on the winning form of Flying Missile, and I backed it the other week as well, I think, on the pod and it won, so. You did, yeah. Stick to my winning bets, I reckon. So, flying missile, $4.60. But I'll be putting a bit on the Quinella, I reckon, those two. Beautiful. 
Bordy? Um, I'm going a bit something a little different. Um, it's about the third favourite, I think. There's Stay Safe. Um, just uh, sat behind the leaders in the guineas and um, walked to the lead pretty much coming around the corner. Um, and it was just beaten by a better horse on the day, Treasured Star. Um, but was around that 1300 to 1400 um, was cruising. So, But um, drops in distance from the 1600, which I feel will uh, appreciate. And it drops one and a half kilos. So... Um, bit of weight off its back, so I think that they'll be happy. But um, yeah, Leewa was blocked for runs, exploded pretty uh, pretty well. I just thought um, thought Flying Missile was starting to tire there yeah. late um, over the twelve hundred. But um, you know, Leewa gets uh, half a kilo back on on Flying Missile, and um, I think those three will be around the finish. What's um, was it safe? Stay, stay safe. safe. Stay safe. What's that pain? Um, about five fifty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Five bucks, man. Yeah. Your screen jobs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> need a few screenshots in this podcast, mate. Uh, did you show who you are, here, mate? Yeah, I'm on board. Uh, flying missile. Ooh. I think I was also on it when it went two were, months yeah. or so last start. Um, yeah, I found this quite an interesting field because uh, number seven, Pat Scott Sass, has really intrigued me. I thought um, I was going to follow him this campaign. Coming out of the Karakata, he was backed heavily in that race. Um, there was a lot of talk on track that he was going to win, um, and anticipation for that race that he was going to win. Um, and then he's come back this campaign. He's been really disappointing. Yeah. Um, I think he comes second, uh, two starts going. That was a midweek. Um, and I thought... Sounds like I can see Clara, mate. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> surely if he's going to be uh, like a contender, he's got to have to win this race. Um, and he didn't. He comes second. Um, but I'm just cautious. And I think it's almost $5 for a player. So I don't think it's a really bad bet. Because on his days, right up there with these... Um, but yeah, flying missile. I think Chrissy Palmer's in for a big day on Saturday. So Pat's got sass. Does nothing this week. He'll be on the same truck with I can see Clara down to Albany. Jeez, that was <laughs> honestly terrible. Right? <laughs> yeah, fuck. We it. gave it one more chance, yeah. and no, nah, I'm I'm off the train. He fucking said blinkers off, and what does he do? He puts the visors on. It's the same fucking mm. thing, mate. Like they both, he can't he can't see, so he has no idea what's going on. I think you can I see think... a lot of bums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. He did think... see a lot of bums. I don't think there's anything you can do that horse. It's nah. just a stinker. Nah. Need put them out. Put them yeah. in the paddy. <laughs> no, not return. Give me uh, the money back. <laughs> well, it looks like we got a good little spread here. Because um, I've got number one, Lee. I was really impressed with its run last start. Um, I think the extra 200 should suit. I've actually been really impressed with it the whole prep here. It's really been there that um, those earlier races in the year, those young three-year-old races, it's probably been the only one that's really done anything. Yep. Um, you look at Hoi An and... Yeah, um, all the three, all the three-year-olds now are not that impressive. Yeah. Hoi An. Export Man. Export Man. Oh, yeah. they come back, actually. Um, yeah, they've, yeah, they've both come back and done nothing, whereas this Lee... Well, Hoi An ran back. pretty well its last start. I think got fifth in a yeah, pretty... But- from, from what from what everyone expected of it, it hasn't hasn't yeah. performed anywhere near. Lee, yeah, the, the Lee has been the only one that's actually performed out of those yeah. um, three year old races. So I'm pretty keen here. I think four dollars sixty is very good odds here, um, and I think that she should be running straight past her. All right, let's head into the Jungle Dawn Ascot Race Seven run over fourteen hundred meters as well. Um, Tyler, who you like? I like she's a charmer at four dollars fifty. Um, has been very good without winning this prep. Um, I've rewatched some of its runs and it was done pretty well. Um, finally gets a, to a distance where it'll suit him nicely. A nice barrier and I think $4.50 is a real good price for it. I think the favourite is a bit short considering it lost to a few of these horses in this field. Um, and most of them are looking for the 1400 So 
I'm a bit intrigued by um, sports betting in the market putting it. For, I can't remember what the favourite's called now. Bright Diamond. Yeah, I feel like. Hockey. Um, yeah, who you were looking at this race? Yeah, before. we just watched the replay. Yeah, um, yeah, it did look alright, but yeah. And Jack missed a good win. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, yeah, I'm going Chesik Charmer. Beautiful. Four fifty. Forty. Yeah, so obviously this is pretty much the rematch between Angelic Mist, Bright Diamond and Sheets of Charmer. Um, last start in the jungle Mist, um, Angelic was pretty much no interruptions. Um, got a clear run and that one, obviously. Um, so it's up one and a half kilos from that last run. Um, it goes from barrier one to barrier 11, which is a bit of a concern. Um, Bright Diamond, it couldn't get any run last start. Um, stays the same way and the same with Sheets of Charmer. Couldn't get a run. Um, I reckon both Bright and uh, Sheezer will uh, be around the finish, but I've gone Sheezer on top. Um, but it all depends on the runs they get in the, um, during the race. Beautiful. So you're on Sheezer Charmer? Yeah. Cool. Sheezer Charmer. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, I find I actually find this race probably the hardest one at Ascot. Yeah. To okay. Out. I thought it's going to be an awful second leg in the quaddy. Um, I'm going wide field. field it's field, it's field, almost field. just you've got to select a field here and you'd be... Unlucky, I think, if Bright Diamond wins only because its pattern is just awful. Yeah. Um, it's been burnt numerous times around odds on money, and I would be um, I wouldn't be surprised at the way the market's moved at the moment if it comes into odds on money um, on the day. Um, another interesting ho- horse I found in this field is Bands on Fire. Um, the Jungle Miss Run was really exceptional. Um, I think if it wins, um, they continue. If it doesn't, um, at least run a good race. I just I think it has to it's times up. It was a good horse once upon a time, um. But I've gone. I've I've stuck. I've stuck by a loyal one here. I'm going chilly is hot. Yeah, um, I agree. It's overs. I reckon. it's it's overs, and I reckon um it's gonna drift. I was panicking last time <coughs> when it when it I picked it at forty odd dollars and got out to like eighty. I was like, oh, should we go on top toe? So I'm gonna go top toe each way. Um, although its run was. Not very good no. um, to look at. It only finished three lengths off the winner, um, and that's the winner of this field. Um, and it had a lot of trouble in the race. It missed the start, bumped at the 350, held up when making ground. Um, Jason Whiting, I'm not the biggest fan of the fish, but um, he's going to be weaving through the field. Fish. So, yeah, that's what they're <laughs> calling the fish. Um, he's going to be weaving through the field. And I think Chili's hot on its day, um, definitely up to these. So I reckon no bad each way about Beautiful. Chucking the exotics. Yeah. Well, I've actually gone with one you mentioned there, Dan's on fire. Dan's 12 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I've tracked this horse for a long time. It's been a black booker since the early days in Melbourne. Uh, hasn't hit her straps over in WA yet. Um, I don't think she's registered her first win, but she's too good a horse not to get a win over here. I think that they were pretty smart to bring it over here. I'm not really sure what's happened. But um, you look at its last race, it, um, it usually likes to sit in the top half of the field, at least usually top four, to maybe fifth or sixth, and it come out, jump well, and then he just took it straight to the back, and it absolutely flew home for fourth, just charging through the field there. So I think if he can repeat that run with extra 200, should suit. Barrier two, should see it's uh, closer sit, and I think she's a great bet at $12 here. So and I thought four. last start, was, it looked at the eye like it had placed. Yeah. Come third, and I thought, oh, I can't believe we've missed Bams on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, come fourth, but yeah, I, I think it's really interesting. And Parnham on Parnham. Yeah. Mm, special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All righty, we get to Ascot Race 8, the Kingston Town Classic, the group one of the weekend, which is run over 1800 metres. Um, 
pretty hard to argue against Western Empire here. What yeah, do we reckon? Yeah, I understand Western Empire. Yeah, I, honestly, I had a good hard look through the whole field and I just couldn't find an argument as to why it can't win yeah. and why it shouldn't win. I 100% agree. So I'm guessing we're either doing place bets or same race multi. Same race multi. Exactor. Exactor? Yeah. Oh, uh, go, go on the Peter's horses. No, no, go on the Peter's horses. Um, seven one, I reckon he's going to take out two group ones, first and second, and back-to-back weeks. Regal Powell, yeah. Yeah, like that. Beautiful, that's a good bet. Uh, Bordy? Um, I think um, the horse Searching Rocks, um, yep. you know, beat Bazoom a couple starts ago. 50 um, kegs. Yeah, drops five and a half. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be running a good top four. And then, obviously, with Western Empire on top, I can't see it losing. And uh, seeing the photos of it on uh, Facebook this morning. Oh, she looked unreal. I can't believe how big it is. For P- Pikey said that this thing's the next Winks, which is a big call. Mm. Like, I don't think it's going to be another Winks in a long, long time. But I think it's a good thing. Hopefully, they take it over to Melbourne and brains a few of them. Yeah, yeah actually, six on the I've got a future bet on it. Oh. I got on it um, two weeks uh, before it ran in the railways um, at two dollars fifty, and oh, I said yeah. it was going to get backed into dollar fifty if we didn't. If you didn't oh, no, it was yeah. three dollars. I think. You did too. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll no, it was not three dollars. I'll find he's, the odds. He's four dollars fifty. <laughs> Forty <laughs> units. I'll find the odds. I think it was two dollars fifty. I think it was either two dollars fifty or three dollars. Yeah, I will. We will be checking this out. But oh, I, well, if you do that, I'd like to backtrack to last week's episode where the Regalo DiCario paying <laughs> 12 bucks that I put it out and Jimbo snagged me for 10. Come on, mate. I had a big Friday night. Right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Boydie, you're happy with the top uh, same racer there? Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Um, it's two. Uh, Tyler? Yep, I'm going Western Empire straight on the nostril to win. Um, it's the next Winx, apparently, according to the park. Um, shout out to Winx as well. She's in foal. So mm. she's going to be a good little good stuff. Um, but yeah, so, like Boydie said, Search and Rocks, 50 kegs. Seen an article with Lindsay Smith um, today, and he said Search and Rocks is the major X factor in this. Um, once, I don't usually look at weights um, if it's 1400 and under, just because usually they're a bit of a sprint race. But once you start hitting the 1600, 1800, that's when the weights sort of start to factor in on the horses. And 1,800 metres with 50 kilos on her back, I think she is um, a very good chance to run um, in the money. I don't think she'll beat at Western Empire, but I think she's a good thing. And another one, Regal Power, he's consistent, super well. This probably be his grand final. Bob Peters knows how to put his horses in um, races. And just like last week, Graceville Girl and Stageman, Quinella, um, the group one, Winterbottom. So... I'm doing Western Empire win, Regal Power top four, and Searching Rocks, Search Rocks top four. So, Lovely. I think that should get some good odds. Yeah, there. good odds for that. So Perfect. Well, I'm just going to go straight Western Empire to win. And then I think the actual value of the field is dance music to run top four. Um, you're talking about weights. It's, it's got the best weight from the railways out of the whole lot. So he goes up one kilo, whereas everything else has gone up five or six kilos here. Um, so he's going to get a really nice weight. He draws barrier two, whereas he had barrier 14, I believe, in the railway. So, and he ran sixth and was a pretty good run. So coming from barrier two, he's going to get a nice sit, hopefully towards the lead, could even lead. Um, and then I think he's going to be a very good chance of running to top four there. So I think that should pay about 4 to $6, anywhere in between there. Um, and I think that's a really, really good bet. All right, that wraps us up for us, Scott. Let's head across to Packham. Um, Regan, you got a track report at Pakenham? Yeah, mate, I do. Um, so, Pakenham will host their biggest race day on Saturday where it is Pakenham Cup Day. The weather is fine, the track is a good four at the moment and the rail is in its true position for the entire circuit. 
Beautiful. All right. Um, let's go to race six, the David Burke Memorial, which run over 1,200 metres. A uh, bit of a difficult race, this one, I think. Yeah. There's, you know, a the few different little horses here coming from different form lines. Um, I think there's pro, uh, there's, I reckon we're going to have vast opinions on this race. Yep. Um, Tyler? I'm going ranting, $4.60. I think it's a favourite. Um, super run last start. Has the queen of the saddle back on, Jamie, Jamie Carr. Carr's back. So I had a look through midweek. Is this her first race? First, yeah. first back. race back. Or and not just, first race back, first meeting back. I just quickly um, flooded through the pack and card. She's on more or less the favourite or the yeah. top three favourite. So do a jockey, jockey challenge. Up, yeah, jockey yeah, challenge. Yeah, so jockey she'll challenge. be $1.20, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, everyone knows how good she is. She's going to be absolutely fired up to get a winner. Um, I did have a few question marks on ranting. He has only won once over a few um, races, but I did look back. Wasn't at that in a three horse field? Uh, that was in a group race. I think it was a group race. It was, it was a three horse field. Yeah, <laughs> something. But he was versus some really good. It horses. was yeah. It was against really, and he was the attic. Yeah, yeah. He's been racing in. Blue like, Sophia. Yeah, Blue Sapphire. Yeah, yeah races yeah. in like the Danehill, the Coolmore, the Sapphire. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he's yeah. been racing in some very handy races. Yeah. And these horses are not up to that standard. No. But they're group three best, yeah. I reckon. Um, but yeah, so I'm going ranting. Hopefully, Jamie can steer in the right direction because he does like to um, float back and he's a bit hard to get going. But I think $4.60 is a good bet. Um, but yeah, like Jimbo said, I think it's pretty hard to pick in this field. So yeah. I like fine Dana odds as well. Yeah, Black Booker of mine. Yeah. Uh, Boydie? Um, yeah, I'm with Tyler here, ranting. Um, drops, I know you're not much about the weights, but drops five kilos. Um, Oliver jumps off, but Kara's on. Um, query she um, comes back in form, you know, obviously, big time, long time out. So, um, But the extra metres, extra hundred from the last start, um, where he was coming home strong, will suit. I don't mind vein stream. Um, yeah, first 20 start, bucks. Yeah, 20 cool. bucks, one by six lengths in its trial. It's um, unplaced... Once in its six up, six first up attempts, um, the track distance it's uh, unplaced once in four. So, um, I think yeah, ranting on top, but yeah, watch uh, Vane Stream for the top four option in your same race or just a good each way bet. Beautiful. So come off some good trials at um, Vane Stream. Um, yeah. But then again, has been racing in some average races. Isn't beforehand. it? Isn't it South Australian? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So. yeah. To- uh, Regan. Uh, righto. So I've gone number seven, Blaze Jowski. I was on. Is that number like one? Number one, Number one yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm dyslexic, <laughs> so the ones and sevens get me um, sometimes. Um, so $7.50. Uh, I think the key here is it's back on firmer footing, and I want to give him another chance because I picked him Big uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. he's a great. Love the greys. I've never um, picked it as well. We've backed him a few times. super run like that. We've backed him a few yeah, times. Yeah, so um, was with him in the fresh and the Apache Cat, but the track was bottomless, and he wasn't to his liking. It was a heavy... Um, Heavy conditions that day. They said he battled on well um, when a close-up fourth to deck exploration. So fitter, up and trip, firmer deck, class. The only query I have is second up woes. Um, yeah. I think he's that's one of these horses that against have the second up woes. But um, why not have a stab at it at $7.15? I think which pretty open field. Yeah. So. Beautiful. I'm going to go with number four, Munitions, $7.50. Godolphin horse. I love a Godolphin. Um... I was really looking at that night raid, and I had a look at the two horses, and they both come from the same form line. So, um, Munitions, first up after six months uh, from a spell where he come fourth behind Quantico down the straight at Flemington there, which I think reads really well for this race here. Has Oliver aboard, and I think at $7.50, it's probably over the odds. It probably should be 
around the same price as um, Ranting because Ranting ran that same race and was at the tail of the field. So I'm pretty happy to go at $7.50 munitions. Nice. All right. Let's go to race seven, the Packenham Cup, over 2,500 metres. And there's only one reason why we got Boydie on the, on the podcast this week. It's because he actually always shares some of the horses in the race. So, um, Border, you want to quickly give us a fill on which horse you own and how you own it? Yeah, so uh, team captain, uh, the ex-Yulong uh, captain horse, have changed the name since uh, the new racing league has came in. Um, so I'm a part of that. It's a little uh, thing to get people into racing. Um, but yeah, so if you want my tip, um, obviously team captain. Um, you know, it's going for four straight. Distance won't be an issue. One over 2,800 last start in the, on Melbourne Cup Day. Um, Good win too. And it's been set for this. It's uh, it skipped the zipping classic last week to um, be in this race. So should have read the zipping fucking shit kind of a thing. Spanish. Oh, fucking dog kind of a thing. I was rope walking. Back to it. Yeah. First episode and the last episode. He's swearing to rats. I was come oh, on. I was ropeable too because I fucking said sound right at last year. Yeah. And like if if let's face it, if Spanish mission wasn't in that race, I'm backing it. Yeah. But because Spanish missions in the race, well, Norfolk's going to beat that. So it's nah, a point of back. How do you get, what is it, third in the Melbourne Cup against some guru horses and now you're versing group three fucking horses at best? <laughs> you fucking donkey. Hit the fucking bricks, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a hit bricks segment for the oh, week. Send it back to overseas where it came from. <laughs> Continue on, Boydie. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, this will be, this is, uh, I think, the first step into next year's Melbourne Cup. Um, so I have him on top um, at 4.20, I believe he's um, at. He's got barrier four, so he'll just sit behind off the pace a little bit and be flying home late. Um, Smoking Romans, McKay, and uh, pretty good horses. Um, they'll feel the miners, but... Um, the team <laughs> team <laughs> feel the miners. <laughs> team, team captain on top. Do you get, like, um, trainer reports and stuff for yeah, that? Yeah, so, so What are they? Have you got anything from it yet? Um, not yet. Um, they'll come in probably tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm jumping on Boydie's one there. I'm like Tim Captain Four Dollars Forty sounds good to me. Let's go for four in a row. Yeah, right. Um, Tyler. Well, I'm going completely against that. I'm going Mankayan at Four Dollars Eighty. I think he, that's a danger. That's yeah. a, it's been racing in some good races against some good horses, and it's been like coming second. And I think he, I backed it last time it ran on the pod, and it ran pretty well and smoked it in. But yeah, super consistent gelding, has always been close. Finally, he got a good win on the board last. So um, I think he's one of the better bets of the card. I really like Jai going on board, especially over these longer distances. I feel like Jai's a pretty good... Um, Big Neil. Yeah, I feel yeah. like he's pretty good over these longer distances. So yeah. that helps. And this field doesn't seem this strong, in my opinion. Apart from that team captain, he looks all right. But I feel like Mankind can easily get the money here at $4.80. Well, that's one second, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But Maybe a good little exactter. Yeah, so... Mankind for second, team captain for nah, first. No, I'm Mankind for <laughs> first, baby. <laughs> uh, Ditcho? Uh, right early. So I've gone wide here. Thought, why not have a dip in the Packenham Cup? You've been doing it all season. Yeah, yeah. Wants to come in. Um, number 11, long arm on the snout, 26 to 1. Oh, yeah. um, so run behind team captain um, on Cup Day. At Flemington, um, never really looked a winning threat, but um, but I thought ran on pretty well. So back to twenty five hundred meters, no issue. Does no work from the draw, and will be strong at the end. Um, I think he's ticking along better than his form looks on paper. So down to one and a half kilos too. Yeah, really. Was really racing, I'm pretty sure he was racing in races that were trying to qualify for the Melbourne Cup because I'm pretty sure they were. Um, he was trying to. Isn't that that weird? Um, what's his name, the trainer? Gallacudis yeah, or something. Yeah, he was trying to get him for the cup, so... There you go. Yeah, so uh, number 11, long arm. 
Beautiful. Have All a right. That wraps up for Pakenham. You have a Durbin track report. I do have a Durbin oh, track report. Jesus, I have. Um, let me let me have a look. So. Ten races will be run and ten will be won at Doomden on Saturday. Hopefully. The George Moore Stakes Day. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, hopefully at least two by us. <laughs> uh, the weather is fine. The track is a heavy... Well, the weather's not fine if the track is a heavy ten. Um, and the rail is out two metres for the entire circuit. I believe today, Thursday, um, is... Because we record this podcast on a Thursday. Yeah. For, you know, people listen. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> thank, you. thank you for listening. At the 28 minute mark. Um, it has rained for, I think, two weeks non-stop. Yeah, over there. it's, it's um, Today was the insane. only day where it hasn't rained. It was like 30 degrees. So yeah. a bit of, um, Apparently, they're really weather. worried about the first test. Yeah, well, not, baby, can we get can we get at least one test? Because fucking MCG, the dogs are gonna steal it. I looked at I looked at the put, weather. Can we sell Mike McGowan to the rest of the rest of the nation? Yeah, I looked at the weather for Doom. It looks like it's sunny for the two sad days. So hopefully a soft track will. You know what? Be Spanish mission. Guess who's riding you all the way out of WA? Mm-hmm. Mike McGowan, hit the bricks, mate. <laughs> Your cost is an Ashes Test match. You can go and get fucked. <laughs> 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 Anyways, race safe. Yeah, race safe. The <laughs> Eureka Stud Classic run over 200 metres. Tyler, I bet you've been dying yeah. over this one. So Wonder get it done, fucking bar. I cannot. I, <laughs> Can I nearly you take made it down, mate. I nearly <laughs> made this my we best. We're going to have to get the explicit out. <laughs> yeah. That red E comes back. <laughs> uh, it opened up at $4.80. I, I do not know how it opened up at $4.80. If Lost and Running was racing in this race, it'd be $2.00. Like a clear two bucks, and it'll probably go on to probably a dollar eighty. And Wonder Bar nearly knocked it off last start. Um, if it's a soft track, he's gonna excel. If it's a heavy track, he's gonna excel. So uh, there's well, not going to be one of the two. It's yeah. not going to be a good track. Well, yeah, I'd rather I'm on a soft because um, heavy does do some. Even if they're a wet track, unless you jungle edge, it does do some horses out. But yeah, Wonder Bar, I think is one of the better bets of the day. If not, probably the one of the better bets of the month. I reckon that's come through. Um, I don't see much in the field that can beat it. Uh, I think it's Miami Fleece. Um, it's not a bad horse, but it's drawn the absolute car park. Um, Wonder Bar's, I think, just off the... I think he's barrier 14 or 15 or something, but it's a massive field. Yeah, he's going to go back to tail anyways. Yeah, it goes to the tail. He can hopefully Flashing sit home. Yeah, second, um, two off the fence or three off the fence and absolutely fly home. So get on now. He, hopefully they keep him up there because... He can race in some good races up there in the yeah. Queensland Carnival, and I yeah, think he's yeah. going to be an absolute superstar this prep. So, watch out for him. Wonder Bar four dollars fifty. Beautiful. I'm jumping on with you, mate. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I was actually um, sitting there today, I was daydreaming a little bit. I could literally just see it in my daydream, just flashing down the outside. That's like flashing tycoon, mate. That I had a dream about. Remember the Melbourne Cup day? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So I can actually, I actually had a like little daydream. I could just see it storming down the outside, running straight past them. So Wonder Bar. Uh, four dollars twenty. Let's go. You're getting four twenty as well. You're not getting that four sixty. Four fifty. Four fifty. Mate, I messaged you on Wednesday. I was like, Wonder Bar's four dollars. Do you have a screenshot? I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll find the message. Mm, I want a screenshot. So. <laughs> uh, all right, boy. What do you, you want to make? It's at four um, bucks at the moment. Three dollars ninety, I believe. I just, yeah. yeah, we'll take four twenty. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mate. That's been halfway. I've, I've gone a little bit wide here. Um, number fourteen, Fleet Dove. Um, it's 31 to 1 at the moment, so obviously a bit wide in the market. Um, track distance, four starts for two wins. First up, three starts for two wins. On the heavy, uh, three starts, two wins and a second. Um, barrier one will be stalking the, the leaders if he doesn't get a perfect jump. Um, good at each way bet. 
Um, lyrical girl, um, in form, loves this track, shows form on the soft, but two placings on the heavy. If she can spring the gates and get a, uh, get to the lead easily, she's a big watch from Barrier 12. Obviously, Wonder Bar, um, second to Lost and Running. Soft and heavy record, really strong. Um, mm. The fourth up, Little Crew for me, he's uh, two starts for three... Uh, three Two starts for two duck eggs. So I was about to say, two starts for three <laughs> what? What are you trying to tell me? <laughs> um, so, loves the track, loves the distance, just hasn't, uh, but hasn't combined the two, but looks to be a strong fitting there. If you can uh, get a nice run. Sorry, Regs, $4.70, not $4.80. Can I have a look at the screenshot? Oh, I'll screenshot the message. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it my turn, Jimbo? Yeah, mate. Right, oh, so I've got a horse which I think represents James on a football oval. Um, eloquently. <laughs> Uh, so, number 11. Thanks, man. No worries. Uh, one I'm more, I reckon he more looks like a blazing miss. <laughs> uh, eloquently. Rightio, so I've gone, yeah, eloquently. Um, looking, hopefully, she gets back onto her winning straps, because I think she won six or seven in a row last campaign. Um, $9 a win and $3 a place. I'm going to go on the nose for a win. Um, forgive a good horse for a b- below par run um and i'm gonna do that last out when she comes second um resume last friday night in sunshine coast um whether she handled it or not not sure but was a dollar 24 favorite and was beaten um i don't know about you guys but i have like a i don't really know the word for it like an odd sensation of getting on short um price favorites that have been beaten and yeah. then getting on them the next start when they're out a bit all that, all yeah. that. <laughs> um, I'd love doing it throughout midweek. I reckon it actually wins a bit. Um, but yeah, she's a ripper mare who is a winner. Back on turf, fitter and maps, and the emergencies are out. So number has, 11. Has knocked off Miami Fleece as well before. Mm, so yeah, yeah. reckon Good not one. a bad little bet. Lovely. All right, let's go to Doom in race nine, the George Moore Stakes, which run over 1,200 metres. Uh, Ditcho, go again, mate. Oh, Jimmy, I reckon, I reckon we could have the same horse here. Ooh. Um, do you want to do you want to kick start us off? I don't reckon we have. You you go, you go first. I I'll, haven't gone zoo style. I'll, I'll wrap it up after. You haven't gone zoo style. No. I'll wrap it up after. And I haven't gone Tambo's mate. You you go first, mate. Okay. All, uh, all right. Well, uh, first thing I want to say, I think zoo style can one hundred percent win. I'm pretty sure it brought the track yep. record first up, and it was my best bet that day. It looks so, so good. It did. Yeah, it looks so good. And, and I'm pretty sure ju- it got eased down. And just bef- it did, and just before it raced, I thought. And this is going to win when like $30,000 of um, $10,000 yeah, bets yeah. just been coming on. You see it go from $2.05, $1.95, $1.90, $1.85. Yeah, people have an absolute We were at Cricket and I um, was tipping Brad a couple and I got like three in a row. First time in a long time. <laughs> and, then I said, and I said to him, mate, this is my best of the day. Load up. And he goes, I'll just chuck 10 on it. I was like, come on, mate. How much was the pack? Uh, $2.40, I think, at oh. the time. Mm. He goes, I'll just chuck 10 on it. Uh, he goes, no bet back. I go, mate, we're not betting to lose. This thing's going to blunt brain them. Shit. And it did. But unfortunately, I don't think it does with the 1,200 metres. 1,200 metres has always been a query for this horse. I know it's won three out of five, but um, I've had some bad memories of that thing uh, getting run over the top where it's out by like five or six lengths. So I'm going to go number four bowler. Uh, $5.50, looks a very good bet here. Very lucky last run, drawn nicely. We'll get a beautiful sit off the back of Zustal, and I think he, if Zustal does get run down, I think Bowler's the one to do it. So, Tyler? I'm going, I think you're wrong. I reckon Zustal's going to win, eh? After its performance last it was unbelievable. Uh, uh, track record, he's down on the line. Um, so it looks like he can, it should be able to handle the distances prep. 
Um, but one I'm putting in there at odds is Signal Fox Top 4. Has been racing in some big races against Eduardo, Nature Strip, and the likes of them. And he's been coming fifth, so he's not that far off the money. And he absolutely flies home as well. Um, I do like the, um, with Zoo Style, the jockey-horse combination. I Ryan think, Maloney? Yeah. He's a guzzer. Yeah, so I think that's very good. He's best Queensland jockey. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested to see how Alligator Bug goes. Like, he was yeah. a big fan favourite of mine when he was winning those um, yeah. races. So, against Catalyst and stuff. Um, I think that's probably one of the better years of um, yeah. racing. But yeah, anyways, was. we digress. Signal Fox, top four, paying $13. I think he's overs. Um, so, yeah, Zoo Style win, Signal Fox, top four. Beautiful. Bordy? Um, I spoke with you yesterday about this race. Um, shooting for gold. Um, you know, three from three from this distance, three from four at the track with a second, uh, two from two second up. Hasn't gone on the heavy, but it has one on the soft. Um, obviously, came up against Zoo Style last start. Um, finished about third, two lengths off it. Um, he drops three kilos from that run. Um, and, you know, it concedes... Uh, Zoo Style concedes three and a half kilos now, um, so two and a half kilo more than last start. Um, but yeah, just you know, Zoo Style obviously the horse to beat. Um, it was unreal last start, but um, if there's something to beat it. I think uh, shooting for gold will be the one. Beautiful, Ditcho. Who were you going? You on Alligator Blood? I was going to go Zoo Style, but I just you know I had some um, flashbacks from when I was actually at the Underwood Stakes Day, and I was telling Jim I was like. To solve the next big thing. Yeah. It's going to be brilliant. Um, It was at like $2 that day. Was that by like five lengths, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. And you got run down? Like seven lengths. And I think I had like, it was a lot because I was I'm pretty sure we both loaded it, yeah. I had like a couple hundred dollars on it, or $150 on it. Um, And I got it like $2.50 by a bookie. I was like, oh, just robbing this bloke. <laughs> um, and, and it got, got swamped to come forth, I think. On it that was day. literally out by like 10 lakhs. A ridiculous amount it was out by. Um, and you know what? I've never forgiven it. <laughs> um, so <laughs> if you're dead to me, Zoo Style. Um, but it did look brilliant last start. It was unbelievable. Um, and you know what? I'm going to live and die by this horse. I completely missed the boat. I've always been a Dallas Ant Man and I was a Dallas Ant Man through and through. Um, when Alligator Blood was winning those races and funny enough, it also won that day I was at Caulfield. Um, it beat Dallas Ant and then Zusal lost a couple You led up with Dallas Ant there yeah, as well. Yeah, I did too. I did too and I, I was betting on Neds and I price boosted it and it ran second and I had like a hundred on it and I'm like, give me my bonus bet. And they go, we don't do bonus bets when you price boost it. I was like... Fuck nerds, I'm sportsman. Yeah, I know. I've been done in by that a few times. Oh, God, it hurt. Um, but yeah, so alligator blood. I'm going to live and die by this horse now. I'm going to see so I can keep going until until I get some kind of return. Um, <laughs> You're not going to get one, home. <laughs> I'm going to go top toe because I reckon it's going to drift. Um, however, I would like the fourteen dollars if it comes in. Um, <laughs> um, I'm getting five fifty for Wonder Bar then. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly. I, it could win this race. Uh, absolutely could win this race. It's trialed. Um, not as good as it tried before when I picked it in the first race of the, the year as the Cracker yeah. Jack or something. I think it was the shortest ever Cracker Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah, come fourth. Um, Didn't run well at all. But the yeah, cracker yeah, the Cracker Jack <laughs> Early on, it was all um, downward spiral from there so far. But yeah, Alligator Blood, um, it's going to be a heavy track. He's going to be swimming. He does like a heavy he track. He can smell Zoo Styles. Um, 
iron hoof start bleeding. You can smell the blood, yeah. yeah so. I, I, I actually hope he comes back to his place. I do too. I, I, I love the horse. I just love to see... I was upset when is it the, What is it, the Magic Moon curse? Yeah. That, I'd love to see someone break that. He, well, he did win some races. He won races. some races in um, Melbourne, though. Yeah, he was like that. He won all the races. Rivalry between yeah. him and Catalyst. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, 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 I think he has broke the... He was disqualified. Um, yeah, that was a Queensland Hawk race. The that, was, he was, that was there. He was from Ma- disqualified from Magic Millions. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, that wraps us up. So let's get us to our best bets of the weekend. Uh, Tyler? I'm going Stellar Magic, Doombin race 10, $7.50. I've gone wide um, this one. I was going to go Wonderbar, but I'm already betting on it. So Plus, I've got a bit of units to play with so with the last uh, episode. Um, You're going to need all the units you can get, mate. <laughs> I've um, have won on this horse a few times. Um, it's been a black book of mine for a while. Um, super run, last start. Just didn't get there. This distance will suit him, um, the extra 200. So... Nice gate, senior jockey on board as well. I think it's Andrew Malian, I think. Mm. I can't fucking remember. Um, but yeah, he's versed a few of these horses like Glorious Ruby and stuff. Glorious Ruby knocked him off last start, but I just think the extra 200 metres is going to suit him perfectly. Hopefully it's a soft track because it will help his chances even more. So Stellar Magic, $7.50. Perfect. Uh, Bordy? Yeah, um, obviously, team captain. Dad's been a me year all week um, since pre-nominations come up. The uh, Obviously, race seven at Pakenham. Um, but yeah, I just think the way it won in the uh, on Melbourne Cup day, beating accountability by about four lengths in the end, it was let down with Good about win, yeah. hundred to go. So um, I think that'll be pretty hard to beat. Um, drops down from the twenty eight hundred to twenty five hundred. We've heard, mate. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just think yeah, the single brain them. I think beautiful boy, lovely mate. So you're doubling up. Ooh. Ooh. Well, That's a curse. Doubling up. I, 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 I was going to double it's, up again today. Curse. I was going to do that again today. Quadruple up. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I was going to do that again today, but I, I, I chose against it just because I don't want it to happen. <laughs> uh, did show best bet. Yeah. Right. Oh. Um. So get the notepad. Listeners. Yeah. I was going to get the <laughs> listening ears on, um, because I think this could propel me right up there. Um, I don't know if it is actually enough, but um, <laughs> we're going to find out. Uh, so it's 24 to 1. So I have Australia Series It's not betting. enough. <laughs> not enough. Um, but I'm banking on a few, couple winners here so to get me over the line. Um, so, yeah. So Australia Series betting in the Ashes, $1.30. Chelsea to win the Premier League, $3.75. Sunderland to be promoted, $2.10. Lewis Hamilton, outright betting F1 Drivers' Championship, $1.67. Western Empire, $1.40. Now, I really wanted to do Richmond top eight next year, <laughs> but I couldn't find the market, and I thought it's probably too long of a bet. Um, yeah, but, we'll be waiting to September. Yeah, I know. So I thought I'll just cut it short there. So 24 to 1, um, and I'll send that screenshot in. I reckon it's not actually too bad of a bet. It's, it, I don't it, like, it the, you, I don't like the Hamilton more. I think the Hamilton's your dad. What's that paying for Hamilton? $1.67. To win it, yeah. What's someone wants Verstappen? What's Verstappen? Two ten or something. Really? Well, I'm getting on Verstappen, man. That's I've heard his car breaks down next start, and yeah. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't be touching him personally. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my best bet. I'm going to Ascot race one number six costume party four dollars forty. Chris Pine on the board here. A brilliant debut win where he looked very impressive after doing a lot wrong up the straight. Um, I think that she will have a lot of late race experience from that and with a fast tempo from Rev It Up, it should be flying home and running straight past it and putting Jim in a great spot to have a very big dad ascot. <laughs> Hopefully. 
Um, righty, let's get across to our features of the weekend. So we may as well get the worst one out of the way. So the Cracker Jack, let's go. The Cracker Jack, am I the only one doing a Cracker Jack nah, this week? I'm doing mine as well. All right, awesome. Well, I've gone um, Ascot Race 2. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this name. Um, Bidoon Ballet. Ballet. Um, number two, race two at $26, $5.50. Want to go for the tote. Um, yeah. Better than um, Bell. It's yeah. 34 Yep, all right, that's it. So I'm going to <laughs> take that 34 or top tote if it's higher. Oh. <laughs> um, each way. Yeah, so I actually kind of like the form around this horse. Um, I think it's way over the mark. Uh, obviously not too great of a start um, last run, come 11th, 13th, but only 3.8. And I love seeing anything around three lengths because all it is is a bit of bad luck. Um, it's a second away from the winner. So I reckon he's right around the mark. Before that, form was good. Um, drops to 57 kilos, um, coming out of the jungle mist. I reckon he's a dead set good chance in this field. Well, I don't think it's really filled with that much. Wednesday's a big watch, I think. Um, if I was If I was at track, I reckon I'd be having a dip at Wednesday, um, just because it was first up and it was really impressive. Um, and it got smashed. Like, I, it was a midweek, um, beat Crypto Queen, and it got, it got smashed in the market, um, they will come for I us. hope you land a crack joke before. Yeah, you I'd love yourself. love to wear it, um, Lander. And you know what? I thought if I've ever seen an omen, it's wearing the Richmond Tigers. Oh god! So you know what? Won't be back. making top eight. Beautiful. <laughs> I'd love to add to my futures bet Richmond Tigers to win the premiership next year because I dead set I want it on. No I want way, it written stone that I think they're gonna win. No way. Next, Bordy, you're up, mate. <laughs> um, I'm just having a little three leg win multi. Um, Reliable star for the, the Peters Investments at Race 4 at Ascot. Um, $2.05 at the moment. Um, second appeal devotion last start. Um, but yeah, this is much more suited to it. Um, and then into um, Pike again, invest and Peters Investments in the Kingston Town for the Western Empire. And then into Team Captain, you'll get about 12 to 1 odds. Cool, tripling up on Team Captain. Yeah. I feel like done the curse. Yeah, I feel like you. Can I change my tip? (laughs) You've got got the owner's jitters right now because this is the first horse you've owned. Yeah. So yeah, you've got the owner's jitters, mate. I fell in. Although there's been been times where we have not done it on special view Mm. and we knew it was going to, and we should have done it. Yeah. Well, I've been. There's two or three times there where we were very confident between him and me, but we just didn't want to sound like what Woody sounds like right now. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty, uh, well we're going to go, because this weekend's one of the best weekends of sport, we've got AFL gone around, we've got the BBL returning Sunday night, we've got mm. uh, Bathurst, we've got Formula 1, it's going to be absolutely jam-packed. The Ashes on Wednesday. Ashes come back Wednesday, you know, as a cricketing fan I couldn't be more excited, so what better thing than... The Scorchers just won the BBL women's, but I don't yeah. think I watched the bowl, but no. I'll get on the bandwagon once they no. won. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so I'm going to give you a BBL Futures multi here, which is going to give Tyler a couple of sleepless nights when it gets up. Oh, maybe, I'm telling you, man, like baby, man. This this bet here is paying 68 to 1. It's a two-unit play, 136. I reckon it should be 10 to $15 max. So we're going to go Josh Phillippe to get most runs for Sydney Sixers for the tournament. In a Marcus Stornis, most runs for uh, Melbourne Stars for the tournament. Adam Zamba coming off the uh, best bowler in the World Cup to get most wickets for the Melbourne Stars at $3. Into Rashid Khan, pretty close to the best bowler in the world. Top wicket taker for Sydney uh, Adelaide Strikers at $2.37. You get it $67.80, but we're rounding up to $68. 
because that's what good punters do. I hope you're listening to this, Schmicky, because he's been stealing some units all week and I should have listened to you at the start of the season. He's doing it again. What do you mean? 30 cents. He's taken 30 cents. (laughs) Yeah, so $68. Uh, Regan just showed me a photo of him in Zamba. (laughs) It's pretty crook. At England, in England, Uh, in the World Cup. But I can tell you right now, when Adam Zampa on the last game has to get one wicket more than Nathan Coulter to win me uh, this multi and Tyler will be... I tell you right right now, you'll be crying and I'll be drinking your tears. Nah, I, know. I will be drinking your tears. The listeners know I've been the best tipster of uh, this season, producing constant winners every week. Dang yes, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day if Big Jim pulls out 136 unit play. <laughs> uh, so uh, that wraps us up. Have, oh, and, we haven't done my crackjack, mate. Oh, hang on. forgot Tyler's got to do it. Yeah, this jack. thing's coming in as well. <laughs> Uh, see you in spring. I was um, just so excited. <laughs> yeah. See you in spring. It's nominated for two. Packnam um, on Saturday, race four, or Mooney um, on Friday, race five. So if a race is in Packnam, it's paying 34s and $7.50 for a place. Um, if it's in Mooney, I think it's a better chance in Mooney. Hopefully they're running their Mooney. It's paying $19 and $4.20 for a place. He's been a black book of mine for a while. Um, he has been clogging it as well for a bit because he hasn't been that well. But I watched his run last start. He did have excuses, so um, I'm forgiven that. And his second up form is two from two. So um, I think he's a good bet at both those odds. So, But if he does race in the Packnam one, I would like top toe because I think he'll drift. But in the Mooney one, I reckon he's going to get crunched from 19s. So I'll be taking the 19s right now. But yeah, hopefully he snags a place at least. Beautiful. I like that horse, actually. Yeah. I was looking at that. Has a good turn of foot on it. So Yeah. Alrighty, before we wrap it up for the finale, does anyone have anything else they want to add in? Um, Spanish Mission hit the bricks. Yeah, Spanish Mission <laughs> hit the bricks with Mark McGowan. We want that Ashes test. I can see Clara hit the fucking bricks. Yeah, and I can't believe Tim Payne took my advice last week and hit the bricks. <laughs> uh, Bordy? With Jimmy's uh, big future bet, if you had Tyler Hero and Steph Curry for the um, Tyler for sixth man of the year and Steph Curry for MVP, you can get $358 odds there. I reckon that is a major play. Yeah. And... You know. I just don't want to wait until June or <laughs> this money in February. <laughs> um, oh, I almost forgot. Uh, we were talking about the Bathurst now. Um, I'm, the, uh, dare I say, I'm one once a once a year uh, supporter of, of the V8 Supercars, which is Bathurst. Me and my dad watch it every year. Uh, Holding Jimmy's Ford cap, he has. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. In front of the tally. Yeah, but you, you bet that Air Class Six gets taken around the taken around the block. Uh, so obviously the favourites in the market are a couple of old timers from Holden so I'm going to give you Cam Waters and Cam Moffat Cam Waters won the um, practice time this morning he got the exact same time that he got in last year's Bath first, um, first practice which is very very uncommon so uh, $7.50 for that I think that's a nice little play there as a little side bet but yeah other than that thanks for listening thanks to everyone that's got around us this year special mention is Nathan Hutchinson for having us in his um, Spotify yeah number um, one fan number one fan we're a number one fan of you Hutchie yeah Hutchie you, you, you get the bad except from your horse ownership yeah you <laughs> bloody stungers of that but uh, we won't talk about that that's alright but yeah so thank you for a great year and remember where's the line